welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Azriel, where we ask the questions to help you progress. I am so grateful you could be here. I'm so grateful to be here. I hope life is treating you well. Today is Monday, which means that I'm back with a new topic for you guys. This week, we are talking about labels, labeling people and overgeneralizing people. And we all have a tendency to do this. We all use stereotypes, regardless of what you believe in. And honestly, I didn't feel like this until in my class, I'm in mental health services. So they have us evaluate our beliefs, our stereotypes, our everything, really. (laughs) And I honestly was telling my, my professor, like, you know, I really don't feel like I have a stereotype. I don't, I tend to not do that. But then she, you know, kept poking and poking, and I found one. I actually have a stereotype that religious people, no matter what religion, tend to be closed-minded. They don't want to hear anything about the other religion. They usually tend to be pragmatic, or excuse me, not pragmatic, dogmatic instead of pragmatic. But that is a stereotype. I know there's probably people who are in religions that are open-minded. I don't know. I've never met them. But based on my experience, I've created the assumption that religious people tend to be closed-minded. So we all have our stereotypes, regardless of how hard we try not to. And so today we're asking, how does overgeneralization affect our views of others? And so you may not be familiar with overgeneralization. And I mean, it may sound kind of self-explanatory, like overgeneralizing things. And yes, to a certain extent, it is. But I was looking, and overgeneralization is also called a couple different things. And I want to read you guys this definition I found. So this talks about hasty generalization. And hasty generalization is an informal fallacy of faulty generalization by reaching an inductive generalization based on insufficient evidence, essentially making rushed oh excuse me, essentially making a rushed conclusion without considering all of the variables. And an example they give is in statistics, it may involve basing a broad conclusion, excuse me, basing broad conclusions regarding the statistics of a survey from a small sample group that fails to sufficiently represent an entire population. So if they do a survey and they say group A, uh, this represents group A's culture and this represents group B culture. And based on these answers, based on this survey, this represents an entire culture of people or an entire um, population of people. And that is, <laughs> that is really incorrect because what we're going to find out later on today in this episode is that people are just people. We are just that. Okay, everybody has a personality type. And based on these personality types, it can dictate our behavior. And every single culture, every single race, every single ethnicity has these personality types. And there are four major ones, if I'm not mistaken, I'll have to look, I have a book here. Um, But there are four major ones that we know of. And based on those personality types, we're able to understand people's behavior and we're under, we are able to understand that it's not necessarily always a cultural thing or a um, ethnicity thing or a race thing. No, it actually has to do with the type of person. And what you'll figure out is there are different types of people within each culture because generally speaking, this may be the culture, but you're always gonna have people who either don't wanna be a part of it 
or who are a part of it or, you know, are a part of some of it. Either way, everybody's not just going to be a linear line. You know, you're not going to you're not going to bump into every black person and they're not always going to play basketball. (laughs) You know, that's one of the common stereotypes is that we all play sports. And to an certain extent, yes, but not all of us, you know, that is a stereotype. And we're going to talk more about those in a second, because there are five main types of stereotypes. And the first one has to do with cultural stereotypes, which is kind of what I just mentioned. Um, Not really, because that's a little bit more racial, but it can also be cultured. Some of these you'll see kind of go hand in hand with each other. Um, They can kind of correlate just because they're all so similar. So like, for instance, uh, maybe racial and cultural might go hand in hand, but everybody that's a part of a race might not be part of that culture and vice versa. So don't take these very literal, but these are just some of the examples. So um, just really quickly, stereotypes, this is just a definition of stereotypes really quickly for you. So a stereotype is a widely held belief about a certain social group or type of individual based on prior assumptions. Stereotypes can be based on popular culture, depictions of groups of people, or deeply held beliefs passed down through generations. Often stereotypes can be negative or even harmful. The most common stereotypes tend to be, or excuse me, that tend to be negative are culture, like we said, social, racial, gender, and religious. So we're going to talk about those, and like I said, they're not always going to be accurate, not to mention the media has a lot to do with how we perceive other people, because in movies, if you see, oh, this is what these types of people do, then you're going to assume, oh, this is this must be true, because it's in a movie, it has to be true, you know, and then multiple people start thinking on that way, or even like I said, if you have general, general, uh, excuse me, generations putting the same belief into each seed after them, each person that comes after them. If I, my grandfather tells me something and I tell my kids and, well, I guess I skipped a step. My grandfather tells my, my mom and then my mom tells me and then blah, blah, blah. So you'll have people that do that. And we've actually talked about this before. Um, first one I want to reference is the negative experience episode. Going through negative experiences, some of these uh, stereotypes are going to be based off of people's negative experiences. And and honestly, we've talked about this before. When we don't heal from a situation, we tend to internalize it and then we externalize it with our actions. So, for instance, we talked about if you got your heart broken and you're like, all men are dogs, just because who you dealt with was what you would consider a dog. That is a stereotype against the race, uh, not the races, the sexes, you know, the male sex, female sex. That is a stereotype based off of your negative experience. So it's, you'll see how a lot of these stereotypes come from a broken place. And even my, even my uh, stereotype of religious people tend to be closed minded comes from negative experiences of me trying to have pragmatic conversations with people of dogmatic religions and I'm not able to get through at all. I'm not. And they're like so convinced that I am absolutely wrong. They don't want to hear anything I have to say, which was another reason why I want to start this podcast. So everybody could hear from different people because I don't think we tend to do that on our own. 
And if we do, we don't tend to be very receptive of it. So anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. But the point is, we have talked about this, how um, stereotypes and generalizations can stem from unhealed experiences. And also, we talked about our belief system, passing on beliefs. And some of these stereotypes are just that, they're passed on beliefs. And that is why, like we talked about in that episode, it is so important to go through and reevaluate your beliefs and update them because we update everything else, our technology, our profile pages, but we don't update our belief system. So with that being said, I wanna go ahead and give a couple examples of these so you guys know what we're talking about. So the first example we're going to be talking about is cultural stereotypes. So for instance, people from country X are all ignorant and rude. People from X countries are less ex- educated from, eh, oh my gosh, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to read way too fast, okay? I'm not even one of those people that likes to read out loud because I feel like whenever I read out loud, I don't read as fluently as I do in my head. But anyways, that no, no one cares. Anyways, <laughs> people from X countries are less educated than people from Y or Z countries. People from X country are violent and uncivilized. People from X country are overweight. People from X country are lazy. Okay, so that's a little bit of the cultural stereotypes. And then here are some of the social ones. So it's like jocks, nerds, cheerleaders, gawks, XYZ. So X group of people are unfriendly and prudish. X people are not attractive because they are not part of a certain group. X types of people are weird. People from X social class are less educated than people from Y social class. People from X class are all arrogant and act superior. People in X group are not as capable as people from Y group. People from X group are shallow and selfish. People from X group are less intelligent than Y group. X people are organized and punctual. X age group is wisest. X people are happy. X people are good listeners. Okay, so those are some of those examples. And now here are some racial stereotypes examples. X race is superior to Y race. People from X race are not as good at something as people from Y race. X group of people are unintelligent. X group of people are greedy. X group of people are dangerous. X group of people are untrustworthy. People of X race are kind. People of X race are fun and energetic. People of X race are athletic. People of X race are good at music. X group of people are good at science. Okay, so those are your racial stereotypes. Then we have some gender stereotypes. And this is what I meant when I said sexist earlier. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I still, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I don't understand any of this um, gender stuff, you know, so if I ever offend anybody, I truly do apologize, but I don't understand how this stuff works, and I'm open to understanding, but at this current moment, it's not my priority. I'm just gonna put that out there, but I, you know, I support everybody, and I respect everybody, but at this current moment, I am unaware of how that stuff works, so again, if I do offend you, my deepest apologies. (laughs) X gender is better at something than Y gender. X gender is more aggressive than Y gender. X gender is less attractive than Y gender. People of X gender are all bad drivers. People of X gender are untidy and disorganized. People from X gender are bad listeners and communicators. People of X gender are beautiful. People of X gender are smart. People of X gender are athletic. 
people of X gender are more intelligent. Okay, and then our last one, wait a minute, is that our last one? Yes. So our last one is religious stereotypes. And this is kind of where I fell. Uh, actually, looking at this list, not really. My stereotype isn't up here. But here are some different ones. People who practice ex-religion are extremists and hypocrites. People who follow ex-belief system are all foolish or selfish. People who practice ex-religion are intolerant. People who practice ex-religion are naive. People of ex-religion are dangerous and destructive. People of ex-religion are only concerned of money. People of uh, people who practice ex-religion are wise. People who practice ex-religion are peaceful. People who practice ex-religion do good things for others. And people who practice ex-religion are generous. These are actually really nice compared to the ones I've heard. So honestly, stereotypes can come in many different forms. So they didn't even put, uh, like one of the ones we talked about is dumb blondes. Um, or nerd or jocks, like we said. So stereotypes can range from many different things, but they're ultimately harmful because you're categorizing people based on certain characteristics or ideas based on that group that you have. And so you can even you can even go as far as to say it's a prejudice, honestly, because it's what you're, you're prejudging people before they even get a chance to really meet you, to know you. You know, so because of these stereotypes, you on you already have an idea of who this person is without even really knowing who this person is. And one of my favorite examples of this is the teacher. I think her name was Miss Moreno, or she wasn't a teacher. I think she was a principal. She might have been both, honestly. <laughs> um, but it was the principal at. Uh, no, no, no. She was a teacher. She was a teacher. That's right. Maybe she became a principal at the end of the season. But anyways, everybody hates Chris. Miss Moreno, I think that was her name. She was like, she was she was always trying to tell Chris about being black. You know, oh, I know it must be so hard for you living in that hut. And he'd be like, I live in a, a house. Like, what do you mean? You know, it's, it, they do it in a funny way, but it's people really do act like that. And so it, it, it's, it's, it's satire for sure, but it's still real. Like, obviously, because satire is just being making fun of something real, but it's very much real. And so you can unintentionally or intentionally discriminate people based on stereotyping, like at an extreme. You can, you can literally not even know somebody and treat them a certain type of way intentionally or unintentionally just based on that stereotype so really taking the time to get to know people now this is what i want to do really quickly before we start to wrap it up i do want to introduce to you guys this book it is called personality plus by florence i'm probably going to say her last name wrong but florence lit it looks like liter literature but i know it's not literature so it's l-i-t-t-a-u-e-r so Florence, L-I-T-T-A-U-E-R. I'm going to take a stab at it. Lutarier, Lutarier, I have no idea. But either way, this is an amazing book. And I want to go ahead and briefly read to you these different types of 
personality types. And if you have the opportunity, I highly recommend going to get this book from the library or Amazon so you can start to understand the different types of people and even get a better understanding of yourself. This book does an amazing job with that. So let me go ahead and break these down for you. So the first personality type we have is powerful, the powerful chloric personality. And I also want to say, I'm probably going to say some of these wrong. And actually, I, I lied. I started on the wrong page, guys. So <laughs> the first one I'm going to start off with is the popular sanguine personality. So they're some of the, uh, to sum it up, they're the extroverts, the talkers, the optimists. So some of their emotions can be, uh, they have an appealing personality. They're talkative, storytellers, life of the party, good sense of humor, physically holds on to a listener, emotional and demonstrative, cheerful, curious, good on stage. As a parent, they may make the home fun. They're liked by their children's friends. They turn disaster into humor. Um, the sanguine at work may volunteer for jobs thinks up new activities looks great on the surface creative and colorful has energy and enthusiasm enthusiasm excuse me charm and they may charm others at work as a friend they make friends easily they love people they thrive on compliments they seem exciting and they don't hold grudges so that's a little that's like a very small like one percent summary of those people so please don't take this as a generalization Go get the book if you really want to know more, okay? So, perfect melancholy personality. This is the next time. They're the introverts, the thinkers, the pessimists. So, their emotions tend to be deep and thoughtful. They're analytical, serious, and purposeful, genius-prone, talented and creative, artistic or mu musical, philosophical and poetic, appreciative of beauty. As a parent, they may set high standards, want everything done right, keep the home in order, and pick up after their children. At work, they may be schedule-oriented, a perfectionist, detail-conscious, persistent, thorough, orderly and organized, economical, sees the problems. And as a friend, they may make friends cautiously, stay in the background, avoid causing attention, and be faithful and devoted. Then the next personality type we have is the powerful chloric personality, the extrovert, the doer, the optimist. So some of their emotions, they're going to be a born leader. They're going to be dynamic and active, compulsive, need for change, must correct wrongs, strong-willed and decisive, unemotional, and not easily discouraged. As a parent, they may exert leadership, establish goals, motivate the family to action, and knows the right answers. At work... <laughs> They may be goal-oriented, see the whole picture, organize well, seek practical solutions, move quickly to action, delegate work. And as a friend, they have little to no need to, for friends, will work for group activity, will lead and organize, is usually right, and excels in emergencies. And then the next type we have is the peaceful, plagmatic personality, the introvert, the watcher, the pessimist. And some of their emotions tend to be a low-key personality, easygoing and relaxed, calm and cool, collected, patient, well-balanced, consistent life, quiet but witty, sympathetic and kind. As a parent, they make, make a good parent, take time for children, they're not in a hurry, they can take the good with the bad, and they don't get upset easily. The peaceful, pragmatic at work may be competent, steady, peaceful, agreeable, administrative, have administrative ability, mediates problems, and avoid conflicts. As a friend, they'll be easy to get along with, pleasant and enjoyable, inoffensive, a good listener, dry sense of humor, enjoy watching people, has many friends, and has compassion and concern.
So, like I said, that is a brief, very brief, okay, <laughs> subscription, subscription, gosh, summary of those types of personality types. So, my goal with this whole episode is to get people to stop labeling and overgeneralizing people because I cannot stand it, okay? Honestly, and I know it sounds like a personal problem, but I think it's something that we need to work on as a whole in society. And that's what my whole goal with this podcast is, or one of my goals with the podcast is, is introducing people and create, introducing things to people and creating awareness, okay? Because a lot of people aren't aware of how overgeneralization and labeling is toxic. Stereotypes, labeling, overgeneralization, all of it is toxic to society, okay? So we need to start, in my opinion, I feel that we need to start seeing people as individuals, Okay, and I'm going to be I'm going to be really honest with you. The most common example that I've seen in my life is the fact that um it's always been my my around people around me, the stereotype that's always been used is it always been against white people. And I I cannot stand it. And I understand people around me have had negative experiences with white people, racism, all these things. But the thing that I cannot stand the most about all of that is the fact that, say if somebody, we don't even know who this person is, and they just do something this person doesn't like, and they're just like, instantly, oh, that's white people shit. Oh, white people do stuff like that. Oh, I cannot stand that stuff. You understand? I cannot. Because at the end of the day, a person is a person. And my the most common example um, would be a racist. You know, a lot of people tend to think that white people are automatically racist, and that is not true. Just because that's what history has showed us, and maybe even some white people have showed us, like, not maybe, that some white people have shown us is that white people can be racist. But one thing that I know, I know a lot of racist black people. I know a lot of racist black people towards whites, towards Mexicans. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy the amount of racist people that exist in every culture. It is absolutely mind-blowing. And I've only had experiences with about three or four cultures in that aspect with racism, but it is insane. It is absolutely insane how much we are stereotyping people. And so that's really what I wanted to get on here and do, is to create awareness that people are just people. A racist is a racist, okay? A racist definition is a person who feels their race is superior to another race that is typically typically a minority that is all a racist is okay so racist is not a a cultural thing it's a individual person you know a, a racist is just that a racist can exist in every single culture every single background every single race every single ethnicity they exist okay so i just really would like us to stop labeling people that's all that's all I want. That's all that's all I want. And so today honestly this this episode really does come from the heart because like I said I am really tired of people labeling people and being racist towards I just I cannot stand it. I cannot stand the stereotypes. I cannot stand how we treat people based on our experiences. And you know, me included, I shouldn't feel like every dogmatic religious person is uh, gonna be closed-minded I'm sure maybe there's some that are open-minded so I just haven't met them that's that's it 
you know, and it's just the same thing with everybody else. So anyways, I hope you guys were able to gain something from this today. And I hope that you'll allow people to show you who they are before you just start to label them and treat them differently because of what you know in the past or what you've experienced in the past, because everybody is different. So um, these are just some quick things you can do to make sure that you're not labeling people and that this kind of goes back to the episode where we talked about uh, updating your beliefs, because like I said, we update our technology, our profiles, things like that, but we don't ever update our belief systems. And so if you find yourself stereotyping and doing things like that on the regular, then I think that is really important that you go in and you evaluate your beliefs, evaluate your stereotypes. Okay. So why do you have this stereotype? What does this stereotype, what purpose does it serve for you? Because often, sometimes it can protect us because change can be scary. If you're not used to a group of people and dealing with them, it can be scary to deal with them without even knowing, oh, this, what I'm going into. Oh, these types. So it's easier to say, oh, these types of people do this versus just meeting somebody or getting to understand somebody. It's easier to just overgeneralize them or stereotype them. But we want to move away from that. We want to be more mindful than that. We want to be more aware than that. Okay? So evaluate your stereotypes. Evaluate your labels. Evaluate your generalizations. Then reflect on them. Why do you have them? Like I said, why do you have them? What purpose do they serve you? Okay, where do they come from? Are they yours to begin with? And then three, just release them. Let them go. All right? Let them go. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I understand that I have this stereotype of religious people, dogmatic religious people tend to be close-minded. I have this belief. And so why do I have this belief? Because in my past, that is what I've experienced. I've tried to have open-minded conversations with different people from different religions that are dogmatic, and it never goes well. It never goes well. Usually ends up pretty heated. And I'm not the one that's upset. (laughs) So, you know, I understand that that's where it comes from. And it is my own belief based on my experience. And now knowing that, I need to just go ahead and release it. So that way, the next time I encounter somebody from a dogmatic religion, my automatic thought is not, they're not going to want to hear what I have to say. Because maybe they will. You know, let me be open to that and understanding who this person is. Because closed-minded people, that's a personality type. You can be closed off to information. That's, that's, and there's people that are going to be more open-minded. So again, just understanding that people are people and not labels. They're not these general terms. It's not like a, like animals. You can say, oh, these are great. These are great names. And you know, they're all great names. This is a a, a species of great names. We're not like that. We're all going to be different. And even so you can always call a great Dane a great Dane. Are they going to be all different? Yeah, they are. But in in a general sense, they're Great Danes, right? And so you may say, oh, well, this Great Dane does this and that. And overall, based on, like how I said, a small survey, you may come up with the conclusion that all Great Danes act like this. But then you just go out and you find out that they're not all the same. So anyways, guys, I hope what I'm saying makes sense. And I hope that you guys were able to gain some insight or something and just feel me on this one guys feel me on it because we have to make 
change. We have to progress. We have to keep going. We cannot keep doing the same thing we've been doing. We cannot keep treating people the same way we've been treating them. So honestly, honestly, if you find yourself stereotyping people, labeling people, generalizing people, again, please refer back to what I'm saying today and understand that people are people. Give people the chance to show you who they really are before you decide who they are for them. So that was a heavy topic, but as you can see, I'm really passionate about this change. And I actually, as I was reading this book, it has been a while since I've looked at it. I was really starting to see how I've changed on the personality chart. So again, if you want to check out that book, it is called Personality Plus. Again, I don't know how to say the person's last name, but her first name is Florence. I hope it's a her. I, I think I remember it being a her. If not, I apologize about that. But either way, it is a really good tool to look at yourself and look at your strengths, your weaknesses that come with your personality. And granted, people can be more than one personality. It doesn't have to be a linear thing. But usually, you you tend to get stuck at about two. Some people may be three, but for the most part, it's like two of them. Now, granted, you may be all four. You may find a little bit of yourself in all four. But you'll generally find yourself in one or two that really, really, really depletes you. At least I did in my experience. But I am so passionate for change, for progression, for growth. That is why we have this podcast. Because we want change, we want growth. And by we, I mean us as a collective. I know that what I'm doing right now, there are people who need to hear it. That is what I'm doing. I'm creating messages for people that need to hear them. I don't plan out my episodes. I have no idea what I'm doing next week. I just go based off of what I feel the collective needs to hear each week. And this week, I felt like we needed to talk about labels. I saw so many people labeling last week, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are driving me crazy. That is not okay. (laughs) Especially now that I'm in mental health services, Like, I'm starting to understand how we tend to let our values and our beliefs, well, honestly, they control so much of our lives anyways. I've seen this thing, it was like the tip of the iceberg, and it's like your actions, and then your actions are controlled by your values, and your values are controlled by your beliefs. And so, it's really important that we evaluate our beliefs, reevaluate our beliefs, continue to update our beliefs let go of beliefs that no longer serve us because if we continue to hold on to things that don't serve us we will continue to experience things that don't serve us and we won't grow it's true and i know this because i've experienced this the only reason i'm telling you guys and when you're not aware of something you can't do anything about it so here now just creating awareness for you all and bringing awareness and light to the situation and to the, in my opinion, problem of overgeneralizing and stereotyping people. So hopefully, like I said before, you guys are able to gain some insight and just feel me on this one. Seriously, feel me on this one. And honestly, I'm gonna ask you something. 
if you've been stereotyped, how does that make you feel? How does it make you feel to be stereotyped? Now think about you doing that to somebody else. We've all been stereotyped in our life, whether it be for our hair color, our sex, our race, our culture, whatever. We've all been stereotyped. We all know how it feels. So why continue to pass that feeling on to other people? I love you guys, and I will see you on Thursday. I really do appreciate the support. Again, we have almost 100 five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. (sighs) Mind blown, okay? So thank you guys again for the support. You guys are amazing. And I do want to say something. I am working on something for you guys. And I know that's like really general. Like, why? But I've mentioned this before. So I'm going to throw it out there again because it's coming up soon. I'm hoping to launch within the next month, maybe month and a half. But there's going to be a course coming out. And it's not going to be the official course. I'm going to do a beta run. So it'll be at a discounted price. And what we'll do is we'll meet on a Zoom meeting weekly or I haven't decided the details yet, but we'll meet. And over a course of four to six weeks, we will work on a self-development topic. Again, not sure the deets of it yet because there's so many topics I could do that I'm not actually sure which one to make a course on. So we're going to take baby steps. But either way... There's going to be more information coming about that in the future, but for now, I highly advise you guys to go ahead and get a part of my email list because if you're a part of the email list, you will be alerted first when the course is available for purchase and when actually, not even when it's available for purchase, but even what it is. So if you want to be a part of that, or even if you just want to join the email list to get updates about the episodes, just go ahead and head to the website, asrealessay.com. You can push the contact us. And then once you do that, fill out that form and it will send me your email and you will be a part of my email list. So with that being said, I think that's all I have for you guys today. Trying to think, is there anything else? No, I think that's it. All right, guys. Well, I love you and I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your day. And I will see you on Thursday. Bye.